Hey there, my name is Ken Grandpierre, and this is The New Exchange, a podcast series that's all about the fact that everyone has a story to tell. Alright, so with this episode you're about to hear, I'll be finally announcing Season 6, which is titled The Passport Season. What exactly is the passport season? Well, to answer that, I enlisted my buddy, Toby Tenenbaum, who you might remember interviewed me for a Q&A episode right before the start of season five. It's honestly a gobsmackingly wild thing to me to be entering season six of this thing. The podcast started back in the summer of 2020, and though I love doing it, I have thought to myself from time to time that we need to shake it up a bit. Enter the passport season, six episodes that will traverse over six countries, most of which are countries I've been to before and have had beautiful experiences within. Each episode will feature multiple musicians and music lovers sharing with me the qualities that make their home countries special. Okay, so now you know the what, but what about the how, when, where, and why? Well, that's what Toby was able to pull out of me with this chat. Truthfully, it means the world to me to know that you're listening to this right now. If you're unfamiliar with the pod, don't worry, this will be quite an entryway of sorts. However, it would be really cool of you to check out some of the older episodes after this. I'd recommend my talks with artists like Arlo Parks, Ezra Furman, or a recent talk I did with Abraham Alexander. Those talks are so reflective of what this pod is all about. But for now, let's get into the details of Season 6, shall we? Hi, hello there. How are you doing? How are you getting on? Hi, Ken. How am I sounding? Yeah, you're sounding absolutely stellar. We've had a mic upgrade since last time we did this. <laughs> we absolutely have. <laughs> That's what I got with my very meager tax return. I could do a whole podcast on how shit that tax return was, but you know. This time next year, there may even be a fluffy ball around the mic. <laughs> and one of those cubes that says like Entertainment Weekly or whatever, you know, on the mic where it has your brand. Oh, thank you for inviting me into your lovely home. This is very nice. Yeah, I'm on the couch. I didn't tell you that it was my home. I just said, I gave you a random address and said I'd be there. I didn't tell tell you I lived here. I mean, I don't know how specific you want to get, but there isn't any art on the wall. So maybe this is someone else's home and you just are like, you know, incognito here, like an international spot. Damn it. (laughs) Are you feeling found out? I I do. No, this is my home. Welcome. Welcome. I just thought this would be the best place to do version two of our podcast again yeah i mean i showed you mine you showed me yours so that's pretty good i love that exchange that's why it's called that's why it's called the new exchange it is still called that right it is indeed still called that though this next season which we're going to be talking about uh is going to be it's going to be the first one that's going to have like a subtitle thingy yeah so this is the new exchange the passport season right passport should I go get my... You didn't tell me to bring my passport. Oh, yeah. We could have taken photos together and just kind of like showed people like, hey, look at our passport. No, no, no. Don't waste that budget. I need the mic stand. <laughs> I want a mic stand. Do you know what? I'm pretty sure like when this episode comes out, I'll be unveiling a bunch of photos that I took with uh, Nicole Major. Shout out to her. One of the best people in the world. And th- like, this is just a very small story. This goes to show the difference between working with a photographer uh, who knows what they're doing versus someone who doesn't. Where I remember before... Sorry, just, does that mean there are photographers who know what they're doing? <laughs> well, that's what I'm getting to. That's what I'm getting to. This <laughs> I is, didn't know they existed. That's what I'm Sorry. getting to. There's, um, so before the shoot, I like, talked to Nicole about what I envisioned and what I wanted to do. And I told her about the concept for the, the season. So like, I told her I wanted like, shots of my passport. So I remember we were like, at, we did like, a lot of the shooting like, uh, at the roof of her place in uh, Bed-Stuy and around the neighborhood. And I remember the moment where I took, like, my passport out of my pocket. And Nicole was like, 
are you sure? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, like, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yeah, like, that sounds kind of dumb. So, so <laughs> we did end up, we ended up taking a few shots, but there was this beautiful period moment where, like, we tried it for, like, the first, like, two minutes, and we were both, like, silently looking at each other, like, going, uh, This uh, doesn't work. This doesn't work. Okay, so if I see you give me that look <laughs> across the table... You'll know that. I'll know that. I'll know that. Maybe I should just hold my passport in the air. That's like the symbol for this is not working. (laughs) But to Nicole's credit, we did figure something out. And like, I was ready. At that point, I was so cringed out. I was willing to abandon the idea. But we figured something out. So shout out to Nicole. She's amazing. Good job, Nicole. Good job, Nicole. So today, let's talk about today. What are we doing today? So yes, a um, couple of things I have to ask you some really important questions. Yes. And you're going to give me succinct answers to those questions. If so, you... so many. Um, but I do want to hear more about your plan for the next season, because yeah. I think you're going to go in a different direction. It sounds like you're going in a different direction. Very much so. And I think we should delve into that a little bit. So yeah. Um, Let's get started. So season six. Yes. I can't believe you made it this far. I Let's think of TV there. shows that got canceled after season five. <laughs> and, you can, and, you can, and you can say, I, I went one better. Didn't Breaking Bad... Only f- isn't that only... F- did, I think Breaking Bad... You're better than Breaking... You're basically more successful oh, than Breaking Bad. I could take that. Brian, I could t- Brian Cranston's got nothing on you. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I guess I am. That's kind of hysterical. You know, let's have this conversation when you get to season 10. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like I'll be—I'll just be in the world of the Simpsons, basically at that point. Yeah. Wow, what are they up to now? They must be like fifteen, twenty, or some shit like that. It's always sunny in Ken Grandpierre world. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, season six, and it's kind of funny because like the way the podcast has been going. I can't believe you haven't been cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, careful. There might be some people out there who yeah. want to do that shit. But like, um, let me see. Like, started properly in twenty twenty. And then from there was an idea to always do like two seasons a year, like one in like the springtime and then one in like the fall time. And uh, this year, the sixth one, I think it's going to be the only season this year because it's like basically it's kind of funny. It's both going to be the biggest and smallest season at the same time where the plan is to have uh, six episodes, but each episode is going to be between an hour and a half to two hours long. So it's going to be like six long kind of like you know long form discussions and also multiple discussions where um essentially each episode is going to focus on a specific country hence it called the passport season and i've talked to like i don't want to say how many but like multiple artists producers and writers from each country and essentially splicing up those conversations to make one coherent thing so it's almost like a bit of like an exercise for me where it's going to be like a docu style thing And you're going to hear multiple voices all kind of coalescing into each other like waves in the ocean. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you about it is that one, like kind of, you know, like giving the elevator pitch for people before they hear it was important for me. But in all honesty, it's like helpful for me where I've had this idea kicking in my head for a while. And I feel like you can only make sense of ideas once you vocalize them. It's like you can have them exist in a vacuum in your brain. But until you say them out loud, it's like a step beyond it's making like a vocal it real. journal. Yeah, exactly. Almost. Yeah, I was going to say, I, 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 I'm glad you're going to avoid the two seasons per year format because it makes me feel like I'm aging in double time. <laughs> I remember when you, when you first started out this thing. Yeah. You know, I was 
probably still in my 30s at that point, you know. <laughs> Here I am, 54 years, I'm 54 years old, and no, I'm not 54 years old. I might go back to doing two seasons a year after this, but the idea of this is kind of to have, like, a partial reset in a way, where it's, like, I like the format of, like, how it's been, and, like, I'm doing these, like, off-season episodes where it's, like, just random bonus episodes that aren't tied to a season, and, like, those are kind of, like, Lucy's, like, little one-offs. And they're very much tied to the standard podcast format that I always do. I like that. But I think what's cool about getting to do the sixth season is like it allows space for me to rethink things going forward where it's like I know there'll definitely be like a season seven, eight, nine, but then I'll be like, what will those look like? You know? So And so so you were talking about the passport thing and, and it being focusing individual episodes on specific geography. Yes. Is that right? Have I understood it correct? Yes, you have. That's me checking for understanding. In real time. Okay, so I noticed, this is something I noticed about you, right? You're a big fan of the, of the flag of the artist that you are promoting or that you're kind of sharing with everybody. You know, you throw something up on your Instagram story, there's always a little flag. You like to, t- where people are from. Um, obviously, that's important to you. Is it as important to the artists that you've spoken to, like their identity, their, their, their nationality? I have found that to be the case within uh, the talks I've done this season. So it's like, I have... Half of it recorded right now, uh, about like you know a month before it's gonna start, and then I'm gonna be working on more episodes, recording more episodes while it's happening in real time. But something that was interesting is that so when I pitch people to be on the podcast, I don't like thinking of the podcast as like a promotional tool, but an artist and or their team is going to no matter what. So I always understand that, but. This was a very interesting thing to me where I have this idea and it means a lot to me, but then it's like, how do I make people intrigued by it? So it was kind of like an interesting journey where I would pitch to artists and say, hey, you're from uh, country A. You know, I'll say a country that's like not in the season. Uh, you're from Spain. See, Spain's not part All of the season. the Spanish fans are like, well, I'm not watching this yeah. season. <laughs> All your Spanish yeah. listeners are just like, well, that's, that's, that's six hours of my life. I'm going to get back. I have to listen to this well, guy. It'll be a thing where it's like, I'll be like, what hey. you got against Spain? Well, that, maybe There's loads of great artists from Spain. I can't name them. <laughs> there Can are you? loads. There are loads. Maybe some other time. So basically, it'd be a thing where I'd pitch and be like, hey, you're from Spain. I want to talk to you about what Spain is like, what it was like coming up all these things pertain to your country. And usually there'd be this vibe of like, oh, really? Like, are you sure? Like, kind of like almost them being confused. And then I would have to be like, well, in a way, you being from this place does tie to your story. We are going to talk about your music individually and your project, but like, let's go back to where it started and like what the DNA. And what's interesting is that like you pointing out the flag thing is that like, I hate uh nationalism like i would say in terms of uh being a you know a new york city left-leaning liberal person like i'm you're not yeah i'm pretty i mean i went to art school i don't have a choice do i but like i very much do fit the parameters of someone who doesn't like nationalism however i do think it's quite incredible that people's cultures can have so much um history and lessons and so much value pertaining to who a person is and like where they've been and where they're going. And that's pretty much what the season's about, where, like, let me see, five out of the six episodes are countries I've been to. So those are places that mean something to me. And 
that's kind of what tied to the idea where it's like I've had special experiences in like these places. And then the one country that I hadn't been to that's going to be featured is one where I know a lot of people from there. So it's like, what is it about these places that make these people special? That's kind of the idea. So th- that's a fascinating topic. I mean, I, I've, I personally am someone who listens to a lot of Swedish pop music. So yeah. I, I am, this is a topic that's very close to my heart because I think it's important that the, and I don't know if Sweden's featured, I don't know spoilers, but if it is, I will be listening to that episode. Okay. Um, but when you talk to, when you talk about Swedish pop, Icelandic pop, um, there's something about the culture there, right? The, the humility, the culture that has been threaded into the DNA of the music and the people behind the music. Is that something that you have found similar themes from the other countries where you can say, well, there's actually something about the culture that influences the music and, and the, way it's, the way it's made? Yeah, completely. Because like, you know, uh, they're like, so something that's been interesting in doing this is that because it's going to be, you know, talks spliced together from like different people who don't even know each other. There's been like reoccurring questions that have popped up. And that's like AI <laughs> threading together <laughs> conversations that never happened between artists. It is kind of weird. And everyone's going to think you sat around the table with like five different art. Like, <laughs> but really, well, it's, it's like, just. So what's funny? <laughs> yeah, what's yeah, genius. Yeah, thank you. Well, it's scary. What's funny in that regard, right, is that there have been a few times where they've been reoccurring questions. But to answer your question, the context for that is that I always approach it as like, I'm this American person. At essentially asking what it was like to grow up in this place that I've been to, but I don't know what it's like being a child there. I don't know what it's like um, going to like youth clubs or like bars or yeah, a big one even. It's like, what is it like booking a venue in like one of these countries? Like, is it different than here? And it's like so much of that I have found does feed into um, the music eventually because you have like the cultural sonic component of like, oh, uh, people around me are listening to this. But then it's kind of like, how does that uh, imbued into my individualism? And there's like an intersection within that that I find very fascinating. And, and this is com- something I feel very lucky about getting to ha- having had these talks so far is that I could tell all these people aren't, uh, weren't aware of that until they had to vocalize it. So I, I remember really clearly the Britpop movement. Oh, yeah. I, I lived through it. I remember it. I still find it you know, interesting subject matter. And the, th- the funny thing with the Britpop movement, right? It was Oasis and Blur. And they all had these such different identities. The bands and the people in the bands and the music had such different identity. But it was all classified as Britpop. Well, Britain's a massive, yeah. you know, part of the world. Not that big compared to where we're sitting today. But, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's still a... So how can you possibly, how can you possibly classify one entire genre of music or you know period in time within that genre and just say that's the that's the national identity we're attaching to that music it, for me that is a it's a big leap to yeah. say like well this is french music today and yes. it all should sound i love french music by the way that's i can't wait for that is that a, don't tell me but is that an episode just wink if it's not Ah. <laughs> see i say wink if it's not and you don't know what happened just then do you know what? i actually don't mind sharing that because it's like my family's uh haitian and french so i don't think it's 
So I'll, I'll share. I don't care. One of the episodes, it's about France. We said no spoilers. That lasted care. about a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's a minute. Yeah, I don't think it's a leap. Yeah, one of the episodes about France. And you know, terrible in interrogation. If you, oh, were, yeah, if you were a captured spy. Oh, I'd be so fucked. You'd I'd be, be so fucked. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll tell, I'll tell what my weakness is here. If you had a B, if you had an annoying like screeching noise that went on periodically mm -hmm. and you put me in a room and you wanted to like know something and had a B in there, I'm telling you everything. A B, just one. No, it doesn't even have to be a whole bunch of Bs. Next time we have to, you know. But you know what? It, I actually, I don't mind sharing this because in the context of what you said about Britpop, uh, that was very omnipresent in my mind when I had this idea and I was trying to flesh it out in my brain where it did start from that place of like, what does French music start today, for example? Like, that was the genesis. And then, you know, when I sat with it, it was very much like what you said of, like, what, what would that even mean? And it's not necessarily possible to correlate that. So something I've been trying to do, and I've been, like, relatively successful, is, like, essentially what it was is, like, I had a list of people I wanted to talk to, and then I would just uh, periodically and kind of excruciatingly critique the list, where it's, like, how similar are these people uh, are they from similar cities, similar towns? And then just having to shift and call it, if that was the case, to think of different people. So it's like, there's an episode about France, but not everyone is from Paris. And like, that was very important for me. And like, with some of the other countries, it's like, that's very much a thing where they could speak to a city and town they're from, but then you're going to hear someone talk about somewhere else they're from. And, you know, France is such a beautiful example because similar to America, it's like, you can hear someone talk about New York, but not have anything reflective as America or just a very different type of America. So, yeah, that was very important to me because it's like, yeah, we're talking about countries. I mean, we have, you, you think about East Coast, West Coast music, right? You can tell the difference yeah. when you're listening to a West Coast band and an East Coast band. I don't know if that's something that we're you know, predisposed to or if we can just, you can hear it in the music, but that's certainly how I feel. I'm always like, I'm listening to a song, I'm like, West Coast. <laughs> oh, God. It's so funny what you're bringing up the Brit pop, thing, Brit pop thing, too, because, like... You didn't think I was going to go there, did you? No, no. Well, it's like, you could do a whole podcast on that alone, because it is so fascinating. Were you... We could diverge for, like, half a second. Were you an Oasis or... Excuse blip? me, I'm asking the questions. Yeah, but I don't care. I want to know my friend. I actually had it scribbled down. That was my question. That was my question. Oasis or Blur? Oh, for me? Yeah. Uh, I was... Um... I, I was an oasis person as a teenager, and as an adult, I became more blur, which I think maybe is it supposed to go the opposite way for most people. Uh, I mean, I was, I can tell you this, in 1990, it was November 1994, and I went to Earl's Court to see Oasis, and I thought I was just so cool, you know, I remember yeah. going, you know, one of the, probably one of the first five concerts I went to without any parental oh, fuck. Uh, accompaniment, and it was... Uh, Oh, I remember it like it was yesterday. So yeah, I was always an Oasis. Yeah. As you know, Damon Albers is my hero. So that's... He is. That's what I think. Okay, so you've told us, you've given us a few spoilers and I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure your listeners will too. Uh, what are you most excited about for, for your, for you and for the, for the listeners for season six? Ooh. It's a one-two punch. I'm excited for people who have been to the countries that are showcased to listen and also people who haven't where like so the one of the big genesis for me in doing it was like oh i love these places i love people in these places i love the experiences that i have and in a lot of ways this is allowing me to celebrate these places and it's like i feel like what's going to be great once the whole um uh season is out 
is that it's going to be really cool to like go back and be able to be like, oh, if you want to like delve into this country or this country, you have the opportunity to. And if you've never been to these places, I feel like the way these talks have been formed and um, the way I'm planning on editing them together is that they're very approachable. Like it's not, do you know what? Like I could definitely say this. It's, there's nothing about this that's like super hip or super snooty or like, like, you know, sometimes you go on like a dating app and someone will talk about fucking Machu Picchu as though like they were like an encyclopedia or something. Like none of that uh, exists here. Okay, so this is, this is more like the lonely planet of, 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 of music global music search in a way in a way or like almost like a last fm vibe and also you know what this would be a good thing to bring up as well uh for people listening thank you for sticking here so the plan is to release six episodes uh so just uh throughout this year i've been doing these radio formatted episodes um that have been uh, they're available on spotify i've been having a lot of fun with that the reason i did those as opposed to generally wanting to was also to like kind of test out what I'm capable of in that regard. So what's really cool of what's going to happen this season is there's going to be six episodes and each episode is going to have a corresponding radio episode that'll follow uh, about a week after the initial episode. So for example, we talked about France earlier. So what it means is that each episode has a companion piece. So the French episode will come out and then a week later, there'll be a French radio episode where I'll be for about an hour, hour and a half sharing French music, like a whole selection of songs, songs that some songs we talked on the uh, episode, some songs I just like. And yeah, for every episode that comes out this season, you'll also have a chance to hear music from that country in a very contained context. And so you finished every episode. You're done. You've wrapped uh, half. Oh, I've done everything. half the season. So I have three of the six done. And I have, I'm working, I have like uh, the fourth one kind of halfway there. And do you know what's interesting? Uh, I won't tell, say the country. If anyone knows me, they could probably guess what the last one's going to be, if anyone knows me. But the last country I could tell is going to be both the easiest and the hardest one to do. It's not, is it? Huh? What? <laughs> you can edit that out. <laughs> do you know what? I'll add beeps to it. And this is going to be funny. Yeah, be- yeah, yeah. yeah. Be- yeah. I'm going to beep it. what you said. And what's funny that. is that people are going to be like, why were there beeps? And now they're hearing the context for the beeps they just heard. You can remove the beeps yeah. after you've aired all but your yeah, episodes. episode. But yeah, the last episode is... <laughs> 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 Do you know what? I will say this. I will say this. I knew it was going to be the last episode for a while. And what's hilarious is that like, uh, in my head, I was like, oh, this is going to be such a slam dunk. And then I realized in how I knew I wanted to talk about that country i knew i started to realize i actually wanted to talk about things i didn't already know so it so that's a cool thing too in the context of doing this it's forced me to educate myself beyond what i already know and if i found out to be exciting yeah this is like totally different um it's gonna be so funny i haven't started editing yet so it's like it's it's so like the way it's been existing in my head right now right is that basically I know how I want it to be, and it's going to be dictated once I sit down and decide to like move things around. And that's both fascinating and terrifying in equal measure. So how long does it take to edit an episode? Well, that's the thing. So t- is it months, weeks, hours? What is it? Uh, hours, hours, hours. Like I like to spread it out over the course of days, so that way I could be like quite uh, clinical with it. But uh, since these episodes are going to be longer, it's going to take quite a long time but something i'm hoping is that 
because of the decisive nature of me is that like I have talks I recorded with people that are like an hour, hour and a half long, and I'm gonna have to cut them into just like maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and even then probably cut it even more. So this one will only be six minutes. <laughs> just about, yeah. So, so it's something that's gonna be interesting in this regard where like, you know, part of me wanting to do this beyond just, you know, the thesis is that it's also an exercise where it's like, uh, Harish Kishherwe, who we talked about last time, who I love so much, he's a fucking amazing editor. He's someone who does such an amazing job at just getting things so succinct that you as a listener feel like you got all the context and don't need any more. And I kind of strive to that. It's a very, very difficult thing to do. And I'm hoping that I could figure out how to get like halfway to what he does in that regard. I'm sure you will. I am sure you. So, so let's talk schedule real quick. Yes. So, yes. or schedule, as I oh, used to say. Yeah. Before yeah. I, that would be a good thing to do, actually. Um, so when, when, when are you dropping the first episode? Yeah, okay. So Season six. Let's oh, go. Yeah. So yeah, it's the first episode of season six should be out on May 30th. Amazing. Yes. Okay. I'm committing it vocally. Uh, That's it. You said it. I hate myself You have to so do it now. <laughs> That's why I asked. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, so end of May, episode one, and then you'll have your companion piece. Uh, the following week. The following week, the radio piece, and then presumably you'll do it every week. Yeah, well, well so what the pl- because there's six episodes, what it's going to be, the current plan is to release um, two episodes consecutively, have like a week or two weeks off, and then two more. Because you know what, because a big thing for me going with this one is that because these episodes are like longer than usual and there's the companion ones, I realized I very much wanted to allow space to breathe. So it's like rather than just bombard people, there's going to be like some space in between like uh, chunks of two. So it'll be like, yeah, I think the season should be wrapped. It's going to start at the end of May. And I think if I have it right in my brain, it should end the start of September. I think that's the idea. Amazing. So that'll keep you busy this summer. Yeah. Even though it's, yeah. Even though you're not a huge fan of the summer. <laughs> maybe, maybe this whole podcast is just a distraction from yeah. the summer. There you go. I, I'm hoping I can stick to May 30th. I'm pretty sure I can. There's like a small chance I might have to push back, but like I've been pretty decent at managing my time somewhat. So I think it should be okay. Very cool. Um, yeah. So I have some, I actually do have some more questions for you. If you, if you, I would love them. I would love them. Um, trail mix or candy bar? Trail mix or candy bar? Which one? Oh, uh, and you can be you can you can be global about this. So if you have a Cadbury bar that you like versus some dodgy Hershey <laughs> nonsense, dude, <laughs> I'll share a story. So wait, Twix. So Twix, I love, but let me share a story in this context. I remember I was in uh, the UK and I was with an uh, ex-girlfriend, and like she got me a flake, like Cadbury flake, and she threw it at me. And then her mom was like, why did you do that? And then she was like, yeah, because he's such a flake. And it was like, that's one of the so biggest... dramatic. Yeah, no, but it was like one of the best belly laughs I had in my <laughs> life. <laughs> I don't think she was intending for the, the belly laugh response. No, I think she was looking for something a little more existential from you. Probably. Like, this I is... need to. I mean, this is probably why I'm not such a hit with the ladies, to be honest, but you know. It's not that. It's something else. <laughs> it's, I, I, we can get that's another. That's another episode. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so I've so Mad Men or Breaking Bad since we mentioned Breaking Mad Men why is that? easy Mad Men Mad Men Breaking Bad is one of the best shows ever so is that because it had 10 seasons? no Mad Men has 7 did it? yeah 6 or 7 7 I mean I'm staring at the Mad Men complete I I think my I think Mad Men 
had more dynamism and like Mad Men showcased something to me that's that's very fascinating. It's one of my favorite. If I did a top three list, I think Mad Men's up there for me. But like, there you have this thing here. You have a box of Mad Men on the logo, so you're a fan. Tell me, this isn't insane. How you have a series like that, right? Where there's episodes where literally nothing happens plot-wise, and it's still deeply satisfying to watch. So I'm noticing that that's happening more and more in serialized television. Is it? Yeah. I, 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 they've started to become like a thing that, that people are doing. I, I'm, no spoilers, I don't know when this is going to be coming out, but I watched an episode of Ted Lasso the other night. Oh, yeah, okay. And they have done that twice now. Where, like, just second, where they just happening. have like diversion episodes where they just go off and do something that oh, the supporting yeah. cast has its moment to sort of shine oh yeah shout out to sam jones one of the, my favorite photographers and directors he did the coach beard episode in season two with the pen right one of the great episodes of that season and so that which had nothing to do with from my memory anyway that had nothing to do with the furthering the plot it was just a diversion and and a similar thing happened the other night in the episode and it was absolutely one of the best episodes of the whole the whole thing um, and yeah, Mad Men did it probably first and best, if, if I had to say. Um, and even, even The Mandalorian does it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mandalorian does a really great job of, of random diversion episodes that have nothing to do. Sort of like this conversation. Yeah, right? exactly. It's what we're doing. It's got it's nothing, to do, <laughs> nothing to do with your podcast. <laughs> Romance novels or spy novels? Spy novels. Full disclosure, I'm actually reading some of these questions off. Um, That's totally, of course. Off a random website, only because I had zero preparation for this, but wanted. I, I, I desperately saw myself asking you a series of random questions, yeah. but forgot to take the time to actually uh, write down the questions <laughs> that I wanted to ask you. I mean, you could grill me if you want in the context of my replies. You could just, but I mean, I th- we're, this is probably a testament to how aligned we are as friends, because I don't see you reading a romance novel at like 2 a.m. before going to bed. No, I like to do my romance noveling during smack in the middle of the day. Like I'm a 2 p.m. get the romance novel out. <laughs> Just like at 11 of like the morning. Like every, every normal middle-aged man, right? Isn't that what we do? Oh, God. Who's Nora Roberts? Nora Roberts? Yeah. Is that a singer? I don't know. Nora I don't know. I don't know who Nora Roberts is. Because there's a question here that says, Nora Roberts or Heather Graham? But I know who Heather Graham is, but I don't know who Nora Roberts is. So I was going to ask you who Nora Roberts was, and then I was going to change the question. <laughs> I was going to say Nora Roberts or Nora Jones. But I don't know oh, who Nora I Roberts love... is, so it doesn't really matter. Wait, Nora Jones versus who? Nora Roberts. Okay, no, Nora Jones. Here's one. Nora Jones or Nora Ephron? Nora Jones. What's wrong with you? Who Nora, are you? Are you... Are you... <laughs> <laughs> This is why I reveal I also love Tori Amos. Do you? Oh, absolutely, yeah. She's close. She is close. Yeah, but Nora Jones is like fucking legend. You're kidding me. Mm. How dare you? No, no, I'm not. This is not a diss on Nora Jones, but Nora Nora Ephron. But but who hurt me? That was fucking hilarious. (laughs) I'll be thinking about that all day today. (laughs) Please do. What was the last concert you went to? Ooh, uh, the last concert I went to was uh, my mates from Canada, July Talk. They just played Mercury Lounge. And... uh, I mean, I don't want to brag, but I'm going to brag. But I went, I went just for fun, and I bumped into them when I was there, and like before they went on stage, and they were like happy to see me. And like during uh, the show, I was this, so Mercury Lounge for people who haven't been, it's like 200 or odd people. It's a small venue. Uh, I was in the back, uh, like corner of the room, and I was like stood on one of the couches. And there was a portion of the set where they had um, uh, the lights blaring on the uh, disco ball. And it pretty much illuminated the room. 
And then the band on stage were like kind of like doing this motion, like looking in the crowd, like having their hands on their head to like see people's faces. And then, like, uh, Leigh and Peter, the two singers, they were like, oh, hi, Ken. Like, they <laughs> waved. Shouts <laughs> out. And they were, like, some people that looked back, like, who is that guy? So, that guy. Very cool. Yeah, but I was like... Is that, is that the first time that's ever happened to you? No. <laughs> you were with me one of the times where um, Dave from Gang of Youths, like, yes. gave me a hug. I took a photo of it. You did. He's, he, like, high-fiving you or something yeah. or pointing you. I, I, he, he, like, uh, yeah, high-fived yeah, yeah. me and turned into, like, a one-armed hug situation yeah. that's right i do remember that fucking love that guy yeah when was the last time you took a vacation and i mean a proper vacation oh just it's a very good question just last uh december i went to brazil and uh i'm hoping i'll be able to take another one in september to go to mexico i'm on day 89 of a duolingo streak for spanish and uh it's not going that great don't you think <laughs> duolipa should be the spokesperson for duolingo that sounds like such an obvious game. Yeah, why haven't they right? done that? Isn't it the most obvious thing in the world? They Shouldn't they just rebrand it like Lenwich? <laughs> you know how like Lenny's became Lenwich? I don't know if you know like yeah, this, yeah, this the sandwich, the sandwich yeah, yeah, sandwich store in New York City. Yeah, I've worked in Midtown before, unfortunately. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can't admit it on this podcast. <laughs> Me too. Oh, uh, good. But yeah, I was in Brazil uh, this, this past winter and that was my first time going and I had an unbelievable time. I went as like a depressed mess and I left a slightly happier depressed mess. So that was really nice. Hopefully you won't leave my apartment feeling like a depressed mess. Although you, you might. I mean, that's it's okay up, if you want yeah. to. That's I fine. mean, that's up to you, isn't it? We can have another episode where you can talk about that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> do you eat before shows or do you wait till you get home and then, and then stuff your face? Uh, I <laughs> or do you do both because you're just a greedy fucker? I used to do the former, but now no, I used to do the latter. Now I try to do more of the former. I try to eat before I go. And do you eat when you get home? Uh, not all the time. Usually not. Did you hear what happened with um the Mexican food truck in front of Brooklyn Steel? Uh, is it eighteen Ford? I think it's eighteen Ford. The bar. Yeah, the someone stole the food truck. What? Yeah, the Mexican food truck. What, yeah. just ran up like... Somehow, mate. And it's like huge. I don't know who the fuck could have done that. But they have like a GoFundMe for that. So if... Surely there's cameras. There must be no. some... So there's um a, like a uh, mechanics garage around the corner. Yeah. And they have cameras, but... um. I always hear the bikes and then tuning yeah, up the bikes. But it's them. like where the cameras are positioned, the way I heard about it, like there's... The, they essentially stole it in the portion of a blind spot where you just wouldn't have seen anything. Wow. Which is mad, yeah. Do you do online gaming? Do you play like... Online gaming? Uh, do you do games? I, I don't as much as I used to. No, I, uh, I'm like a console gamer, but I've kind of fallen off it. So this is a hilarious journey where uh, I grew up a big, big gamer as a kid in, high, in college. and No, like in kid up to high school. And then when I was in college, I remember I had a week where I skipped classes just playing video games. And it freaked me out because it was like such a subconscious thing. So I stopped playing video games. Like I just like cut myself off. And I didn't play games for like almost a decade. And then I started playing games again during lockdown. Do you have a driver's license? Uh, no. Fuck no. I remember one time driving you in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> we were not telling that story. <laughs> we're not telling that story. How, how far have you come since then, eh? Yeah, right? <laughs> Seriously. You're, are you a morning guy or a night? I think I know this one. You're, an, you're a night owl. I am a night owl, but I've become more of a morning person because of the dog. This is the first time I've ever seen you. Yeah. yeah. Earlier than... Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you in the morning. No. This is the morning. This is the morning morning, mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm not really a morning person. Yeah, I, I... Maybe I should see you more in the mornings, because you're bringing me some energy. Yeah, having the dog forces you to be a morning person, so that's kind of just how my life has shifted, you know? Such an adult. <laughs> so impressive. <laughs> Sports. Okay. Do you do them? 
Do you know what they are? <laughs> you, I've never I can't imagine engaging with you on a sport Fuck you, you First of all, first of all do, you. You, do you know what they are And do you Are there any particular uh, sports I'm a, that you I'm a cardio bitch uh, I, I did pl- What the What's a cardio bitch It's like someone who like runs But then if you ask them about lifting weights They just act sheepish okay, And they look on the floor it. That's me Okay yeah, But yeah. I uh, Like I run but I, it's, uh, and I do the soul cycle, you know that. For people who don't know soul cycle, Google it and imagine me in it and have a laugh. And, um, <laughs> and as a kid. You're just there for the music, presumably. Yeah, essentially, yeah. And then when I was a kid, I did do soccer. I was a defender and I was pretty piss poor at it. You, you were a defender? Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, could you? Right back, right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I played in middle school. I was on the middle school team. And then when I, the only reason I didn't play it in high school is that, like, there's this portion in like high schools here in the States. I imagine it happens in the UK and most of Europe and the world where it's like there's just this dra- dramatic leap in puberty where one day all the like a good portion of the guys become fucking giants and have mustaches and shit. So I remember I was in the soccer team in middle school and I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll play with these guys next year. And then the next after the summer, I saw them and they all have mustaches. I was like, I'm good. And you're like... <laughs> When's your kid coming to school? <laughs> um, amazing. So I had, I, had, I had a question for you, but I've literally forgotten what it was. So hold on. You can edit this out for a minute. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yes. I had something really... Oh, I did one. Actually, genuinely. Um, do you paint or draw? Uh, I used to. I don't. I, I did that all throughout college, uh, all throughout my childhood and college and a little bit after, but no, I don't. So you just stick to poetry now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had, as a kid, there was a handful of times where I wrote uh, poems, like notes to like, girls I like. Oh, yeah. And ask me. If anyone's out there who's received <laughs> any recipients of, of a Ken Grand Pierre love note, please write in. Or just, just send a screenshot. We'd love to see a picture of it. Ask me, ask me how many times that was successful when I was a kid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, nothing's changed. It's, it's your text messages. Now you just do it by a text, right? Oh, my like God. Unrequited so, emails. you know, last time we saw each other. We saw each other during Self-Esteem Show, my mate Rebecca. By the way, we brought up some people who have been on the podcast before, July Talk, Gang of Youths, and uh, Rebecca, Self-Esteem. She's those three of them on the podcast. Um, and her whole, her whole oh, her whole entourage, the whole thing. It's fucking amazing. What and a show. One of her lines in her song, uh, I do this all the time, it always gets me. She's just like, don't send those long paragraph texts. <laughs> and I remember she said that, I was like, oh, fuck, that's been me too many times. I mean, we, all, we all went through the paragraph phase, let's be honest. We Toby, thought we I were wish, doing something great. Toby, I wish I could say it was a phase. It's been more like a, <laughs> <laughs> some of us. <laughs> now you're lucky if you get a line. <laughs> it's all like single, single letter. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you if you're sending a text that has more than two periods, ask yourself. I don't think I can do it anymore. I mean, you text me, I'm running 15 late. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that's us- That's my usual. Um, Right, let's get into the let's get into the real meat now. Okay, okay the meat. The meat. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Thanksgiving or Easter? Okay. Quite like that. Uh, and then followed by Fourth of July and Memorial Day. So you can give us a one. Two, oh three. yeah, Thanksgiving and Memorial Day. Yeah, Thanksgiving Memorial Day because Memorial Day. There's less. So you went in chronological. You just basically read off the, the calendar to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, because it's like with thank with Thanksgiving, like I do like the. 
I struggle to feel, this is kind of bad. I struggle to feel gratitude in my everyday life. So I can attest to that having a day or section of the year where that's like the focus. I'm someone that needs that. I can attest to that. That's me for sure. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a work in progress. And Memorial Day, there's less pressure to like sell it. Obviously, it's like, you know, you know, uh, support the troops and all that. But it's like there's less pressure to celebrate in the context of what the holiday is about. And in a way, I feel like that allows you to appreciate the holiday more, in all honesty. Like, so. New music or classics? New music. How much time do you dedicate to searching and researching new music? I'd say... In a week, let's just say. In a week? Uh, I feel like four, you're About always, four hours? Like Four, hours. four hours a week, just finding emerging artists and... Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you know what I'll do? You know what I'll do? I got this from Tyler, the creator, where, uh, I mean, I never met Tyler, the creator. Is this in one of your imaginary conversations or your AI? <laughs> well, did you pee? No, well, Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, the creator, like, said in an interview, and I thought it made a lot of sense. Like, I'm someone that would, like, get, like, I get sent music all week. Like, I just do. And, like, I'm, like I'll put it in, like, uh, my to watch later on YouTube, and I just have, like, a long list of stuff. And I'll, like, maybe listen to, like, a couple of songs here and there every 20, 30 minutes over the course of like, you know, whatever. And I remember listening to a Tyler, the creator um, interview where he said that like, he'll have days where he'll dedicate two hours in the morning or in the evening, just listening to music in a row. And I was like, Oh, that's amazing. So like, I don't, I can't always do that until there's considering I'm definitely not as busy as Tyler, the creator, but like, I'll try to sometimes set an hour aside and just listen to mu- new music in a row. And just like, be very like something I pride myself in is I can be very I'm very decisive now at this juncture of my life so it's easy for me to do that and react like oh I like this I don't like this it's very, like in that context well I on behalf of all your listeners are very excited <laughs> for season six thank you I hope we'll we'll get to do another either a retrospective or we'll do something again on on, on your podcast but um thank you for having me today yeah thank well, you this for is always a pleasure me. thanks this for welcoming me to your lovely it's home it's a, a joy anytime you're welcome um good luck with everything yeah thanks man excited <laughs> <laughs>